Hello, and welcome back to The Amazing Rewatch. This is season three, episode five. We're almost halfway done. And the original air date for this episode was October 30th, 2002. How did we feel about this episode? It was like not super exciting. There were some moments. Yeah, like a little bit in the middle. Yeah. It was exciting, but the end wasn't like a nail biter. No. (laughs) If you watched along with us, you'll know. Yeah. It was all right. It was a pretty good episode, I guess. I don't know if I've ever said after finishing an episode, like, that was a terrible episode. I just, Mm -hmm. I like all of them. I know. (laughs) So, yeah, we have our little usual recap of the previous episode. Nothing, anything stood out, really. And then we head off onto our next leg. Anything else to add before that, though? Mm, no, they're just all leaving on this leg really close Very to Very close together. Because what happened last leg, they all ended up at that soccer stadium at the same time mm-hmm. and had to walk to that tower on foot and <laughs> yep. all arrived right around the same time. So this time they're leaving all about the same time. So Ken and Gerard are the first to leave at 2.29 p.m. And their clue says to go to Cabo de Roca, the westernmost point of continental Europe. And they have to figure out where that is. And, I mean, I know geography, so I would know that that's still in Portugal. But <laughs> was it, who who was it that asked, do we need to fly there? Yeah, somebody asked if they had to fly. I can't remember who it was. And they're like, no, it's not that far. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody said, is it in England? Like, no, that's not continental. <laughs> yeah. And it's, Europe, I mean, England is not farther west than Portugal, right? I don't think so. But this point that they're looking for is only how far? 20 miles from uh, yeah. Port, from Lisbon, where they are right now. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of ask locals like the best way to get there. And they had how much money for this lake of the race? 500. 500, yeah. yeah. So some of them splurged and got a taxi straight there. And some of them took a train. The taxi was definitely yes. the better option. The taxi the faster. was faster. It would make me nervous that they were giving me so much money at the beginning of a leg because I'd be like, oh, then we actually need it. So let's save it. Yeah. Well, there's something expensive coming up. Yeah. It didn't seem anybody even spoke about like money problems. So no, it wasn't a big deal. But that's just how I would feel if they're like, yeah, $500 for this leg of the race. I'd be like, oh, OK, we need to save it because we have to buy something expensive. Well, John Vito and Jill, when they were in their taxi, they said, is there like a train or something that will get us there faster? And the taxi driver said no. And then the next scene was Zach and Flo getting on the train. And I was like, ooh, let's see. Let's see how this works out. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So the order that they leave, Ken and Gerard, I said, left at 229. Flo and Zach left at 231. The twins left at 232. Andre and Damon, uh, 233. Terry and Ian, 234, John Vito and Jill, 236, Michael and Kathy, 240, and Aaron and Ariane at 254. So that's like 20 minutes mm-hmm. total between the first and the last. So that was super close. Andre and Damon kind of latch on to Ken and Gerard and Derek and Drew. So the two teams of brothers kind of had this alliance since the last leg. Yeah, they call themselves the Brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. So Andre and Damon in, end up kind of in the same area as the Brotherhood. And they were like, we'll pay you guys to give us 
information or like to let us tag along with you and join yeah. the alliance well yeah because they said like instead of trying to ditch us the whole time just yeah. let us give you some money and let us tag along with you and so the two brother teams are like okay this should we do it and they're like well they're gonna follow us anyway so let's they're, get some money out of it yeah, <laughs> that's not something i've ever heard before Is yeah a team paying to be like in an alliance <laughs> i thought that was funny and they they're like huddling and then he turns around he's like you guys are in you're in <laughs> It is like a club. <laughs> they even said, Andre and Damon, like at their little um, departure interview, they say their strategy is to stay with the pack. Mm-hmm. Because if you leave the pack, you'll lose. <laughs> and that's when they just like start following the other two teams. Yeah. And when I think back on previous episodes, they are kind of always behind mm-hmm. at the end, kind of going back and forth between ian and terry on who's gonna come in last and mm-hmm. they really aren't like ever helping any, anybody out or nobody's helping them they are kind of always been alone so yeah <laughs> them leaving at the same time as everybody is probably really like gives relieving them of, for yeah, them relieving. yeah for sure and, and i they, like them yeah. so i want them to stick around and i'm glad that the they don't want to lose their footing yeah so <laughs> i'm glad they let them into the club <laughs> yeah well speaking of the brothers the twins taxi driver was so old did I you didn't see? see. I didn't notice. <laughs> like, wow. I'm surprised he's still driving. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they let him. So some other notes that I wrote as they were leaving were that Terry littered. <laughs> oh. Did you see that one? She thought she dropped the clue. And she's like, oh, let's pick it up. She's like, oh, just kidding. It's trash. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. And her and Ian are kind of getting on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. And... They kind of went back and forth. They had some moments during this that they were just, like, not getting along, but Mm -hmm. then some other really good times. And what I really wanted to point out was Jill's bandana and sunglasses. (laughs) She looked so cool. Yeah. (laughs) I do like Jill a lot, actually. I think think she's my favorite. John Vito's quiet. I feel like Mm -hmm. I haven't heard him say anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's nice to her, and she, she's, yeah, she's cool. I like her. Yeah, they seem like a good couple, mm-hmm. and they're doing well, kind of like front to mid of the pack, and then, yeah, she always looks like the epitome of style from 2002. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ken and Gerard, the twins, and Andre and Damon go to the train, and Zach and Flo also go to the train. And somehow Zach and Flo got to the train first. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all left like within a minute of each other. So that's not that surprising. But Aaron and Ariane, who were in the back of the pack, get to Cabo, what is it called? Cabo de Roca first. first. Yeah, they're so the last to leave. Their taxi driver must have been real good. Yeah. And then who are the other teams that just took the taxi the whole way there? Michael and Kathy, right? Um, I, I, this is the part where I didn't take notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was telling Jessica before we started that the first, like, 20 minutes of this episode, I was just watching it on my phone while I was doing something else and wasn't taking notes. And so I was like, we're going to have to rely on your timestamps and things <laughs> like that. But I can't let us down. Not too far away. I will have notes. <laughs> I did watch it. I do remember. I just don't remember specifics like that. <laughs> yeah. The times are hard. There's no way. I have to rewind it like five times to write down the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Aaron and Ariane get there first. And the clue is a detour. And the task is to get to the route marker at the edge of the Atlantic Ocean by ropes or slopes. 
and ropes is you'd like take a little shuttle bus up to the top of these cliffs ursa cliffs i think and then repel down and it's like a 300 foot repel or slopes is you hike down the trail but it takes a long time (laughs) but it's not scary and i for sure would choose repel yes for sure because it's faster and it looks really cool and they're all getting there at the same time Mm Mm-hmm. yeah you have to be fast Aaron and Ariane choose to do repel. So do John Vito and Jill. So do Zach and Flo for now. <laughs> um, but Flo is not jazzed about the idea. Mm-mm. But Zach convinces her to do it. Terry and Ian always also choose to do repel. And then the Brotherhood arrives. So they took a long time to get there. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on. But we see the first few teams start doing the repel. Aaron and Ariane finish and get the next clue which says to drive 250 miles to Algeciras, Spain. Did I say that right? Algeciras? And then get on a ferry to go to Tangier, Morocco. Which I think you said they were going to Morocco next. I did. Yeah. I did say that so I was right. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) And then we cut back to Flo and she's freaking out. Yeah, and so and also one thing about this is two teams can go can repel at the same time, mm, mm-hmm. but it's only one team member. So like you're repelling and your other team member is like at the top. But you're repelling next to a competitor. Flo is repelling at the same time as Michael. Uh huh. And he's so nice to her. I know. Cause and if you remember, Michael has always chosen the opposite of like the height. Yeah. Detours and stuff because he's afraid. Yeah, he did even say that. He's like, I can't keep choosing the cowardly option. Yeah. So So he, like, got brave and chose to do the fast way. But he was scared himself, but he was being really supportive of Flo and trying to help her and give her Just look at the rope. Don't look down. Just one foot and then the next. I like Michael a lot. Yeah. He's a nice guy. But Flo was still... She was... I remember this because when we introduced the teams and I said that I remembered Flo, it was stuff like this. Yeah. I just remember her being the difficult. Thing, yeah. <laughs> it was being, being scared. I know people are scared and I'm not like judging her for that. But the one part that was annoying was they were like, here, practice before you go down over the edge, <laughs> lean back and like pull yourself along the rope and she like leans back and then she like purposely falls down on her butt and she's like what like that what i'm supposed to do like that is it gonna be like that <laughs> her dramatic and, and yeah i'm not trying to be so judgmental i know that there's people have fears but that part kind of just yeah was really annoying <laughs> well what gets me is like she already did the hard part she already went mm-hmm. over the edge that's the mm-hmm. hardest part so yeah she went over the edge and was like starting to go down and then she freaks out and they have to pull her back up yeah and zach's face when she started freaking out he was like oh no yeah (laughs) this is because he hadn't gone down yet she was going first which is good because that because what would have happened if he was at the bottom (laughs) and then (laughs) or maybe he should have gone first. i know and then then she would have had to (laughs) they come back up she comes back up and they pull her up and they do the walk down and Zach, you can tell he's disappointed and annoyed, but he's still nice. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to force her to do something she doesn't want to do. I can't remember if it was at this part or somewhere else, but Flo was like, Zach is learning how to deal with me. <laughs> yes, that was, was like, one thing. She's like, Zach is learning how to deal with my emotions. It's like, yeah. Why don't you deal with your own emotions? Yes, your teammate <laughs> shouldn't have to deal with your emotions. You should 
manage your emotions to be a good teammate. Yeah. That really annoyed me when she said that. <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So they, yeah, start doing the slopes. So when they walk away, that frees up the spot for Ian to go down the ropes. And he's like, come on, let me go. Let me go. And he just like flies down the side of the hill. And then mm-hmm. Terry goes and Ian is kind of cheering her on. He's saying, Terry, Terry. And she's like, and she says, Ian, Ian, stop it. I know that's so weird that it's, but everybody else says Ian. Yeah. Phil and all the other teams say Ian and she says Ian, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to keep saying Ian because I don't yeah, like Ian. Ian is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but she was so excited to get to the bottom and finish and like, mm-hmm. she was happy that she did it. And so now the Brotherhood finally arrives and they all do the repel and they're kind of finishing right as Zach and Flo finish their <laughs> hike. Walk, yeah. So it did take quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is them stopping for gas. So it's 250 miles, which is what, three or four hours? So it seems like they're leaving late in the evening and they're starting to drive into the night. Mm-hmm. And they all have to stop and get gas. So they were driving. They're like, we're by Seville. Mm-hmm. We're passing Seville because I've been to Spain and I've been to Seville. And I was like, Lisbon to Seville. It just, it's just so weird being in Utah and America and you're driving from like state to state takes like hours and they're driving country to country and it takes and, like, yeah. ha- like a quarter of the time. So I'm like, oh my gosh, they're driving through Seville. How far is this? And it's like 250 miles. Well, it's not very yeah. far. Yeah. I just went down to St. George and it's... It's about the same yeah. drive, and we're still in the state of Utah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Seville, oh my gosh, they have so far to go. And I look it up on a map, I'm like, oh, that's really not very far away. <laughs> but it's a whole different culture, a whole different country, a whole different language. language. Europe, it's just crazy that they just can visit everywhere. Yeah. Anytime they want. Yep. And there's trains everywhere, too. Trains. There's no trains here. The thing that really is, like, super weird to me about Europe like in South America, almost all the countries speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. But in Europe, like every country has their own language. Mm-hmm. And they used to all have their own currency. Now a lot of them have the euro. Yeah. But, and they all have a different, like, government. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is very interesting. I and mean, they're I, just small. Like some of those countries are so, so, so small. Yeah. Like Portugal's not that big. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that was just like something I had to wrap my head around i was like oh my gosh they're driving so far no they're not driving that far actually but (laughs) they do have to drive far enough to stop and get gas on the way (laughs) and this turns into this is what we were talking about the part in the middle that's like kind of was crazy interesting so they open the gas tank first we have you can tell when they mention stopping for gas you're Mm -hmm. like they never talk about stopping for Mm -hmm. gas you know something is gonna happen yeah somebody's gonna put diesel in when it should be unleaded or vice versa so the first team to stop was Aaron and Ariane, and they opened the gas thing, and r- inside the door of the little gas tank flap or whatever, it says diesel, mm-hmm. but they don't read that, Yeah, and they put unleaded in. And it was funny, because they were driving up to the gas station, and Aaron was like, this baby needs a something, like a dose of unleaded. I swear, every single team stopped for gas, and every single team said 
diesel unleaded. It's like, I never stop for gas and I'm just like talking out loud. All right, let's get some unleaded in here. All right, let's tr- put in some diesel. <laughs> like everybody's like talking out loud about like what they're going to do. I don't know if they like tell them to yeah, do Yeah, I wonder that. if that was prompted. But or... everybody says it. And so you know like what's happening. Anyways, Aaron and Ariane put the wrong gas in. Mm-hmm. And so do Terry and Ian. And Michael and Kathy. And Michael and Kathy. And Zach and Flo. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of them. Yeah. And then the ones who, like, catch it. Oh, it's supposed to be diesel or whatever. Another thing was the Brotherhood had one map that they were sharing between the two teams. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Ken and Gerard have the map now, so yeah. we have to follow. Yeah. <laughs> they really are working very closely together. Yeah. That seems to be working out for mm-hmm. them so far, so... And they put the right gas in, so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're on their way. Everybody's on their way again. And then Aaron and Ariane's car start making crazy noises, and they break down. And it's dark, and they're in a foreign country in the middle of nowhere. It seems like the middle of nowhere. It's not like in a big city right now. Yeah, just if, like a few gas stations along the road. Mm-hmm. And then Michael and Kathy break down, and Terry and Ian break down. And it's funny because when they're starting to break down... Terry's like, maybe you put the wrong gas in. He's like, no, I would have never done that. Like, he's so sure. <laughs> yeah, he was sure. That he she even asked at the gas station, too. She's like, is it diesel or regular? And mm-hmm. he said regular. And he's like, so sure of himself. Mm-hmm. He was like, I would never make that mistake. And then he was like, it says it right there. It's unleaded. And she's like, no, I mean, does the car need unleaded? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> if this happened to me, I would not know what to do. But well, some of them didn't either. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that wouldn't be my first thought. What if I put the wrong gas in? That would be my first thought. Yeah. Because I heard, I had a friend that put regular gas in her dad's diesel truck, and it did not go well. No. It seems like it would be a bigger problem than just... Yeah. Like, like it would ruin the whole thing, but... Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they are ruining these cars. Like, I I can't believe production wasn't just like, okay, stop. Yeah. This is going to cost us a lot of money. Is the drama worth the cost of fixing the cars? Yeah. Every vehicle looked the exact same. And they were from, like, a rental company Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. And would be like, um... Hold on, this is going to cost us that so many, so stop <laughs> stop doing that. But Ian knows what to do. Yeah. He just drains, he does it himself. He, like, goes to a gas station and finds, like, a... Buys, like, a little siphon tube. Yeah, siphon tube, and he drains the fuel line himself and puts the right gas in, and they're on their way. Yeah. I'm like... And, and Terry was so proud of him. So she was like, I can't believe that he did that. <laughs> He was, she was, like, so proud of him. It was cute. And he was, like, really proud of himself, Yeah. Too. <laughs> and I thought that was great. Because Aaron and Ariane just sat on the curb mm-hmm. and, like, tried to wave cars down. Yeah. And did nothing. That would be another time where you would... Because it's pitch black, but you can see the bright light of the camera. It'd be another time where you're like, can you guys help us or something? Like, what do we do? They literally have, like, a cameraman, part of the production team right there, just watching them. <laughs> and all they can do is, like watch just them sit there they can't yeah do anything to help them so they're like trying to flag people down and nobody's stopping for them and aaron is crying because he's all embarrassed he's like i am so humiliated <laughs> <laughs> well you're not the only one and arianne is not like mad at him or anything she doesn't really say anything they're just like i mean it is it. what it is well zach and flo they weren't that far away from the gas station so they walked back and called a tow truck mm-hmm 
And the tow truck came and picked him up, took him to like a mechanic, mechanic and the mechanic got them fixed up. Seemed pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then Michael and Kathy, who happened to break down by a hotel. Mm-hmm. Right in front of a hotel. Went in and were like, well, we're just going to stay the night. Yeah, well, they ask, like, the hotel person, like, for help, and they're like, well, we'll get you a mechanic, but they don't, it's middle of the night, like, nobody's gonna help you. It seems like that's what they would have, they've said, because they were so just, like, quick to just be like, we're just gonna stay the night here. But then the next morning, though, they were not in a hurry. They were just eating their breakfast, they were just like, okay, well. Yes, (laughs) I would never just sit and do nothing. Yeah. You're on the race for a very short amount of time. You're trying to get a million dollars. I would never just be like, oh, the mechanic's not coming till tomorrow. Let's just sleep it off. I'd be like, okay, what do I need to do? Give me a yeah, tube. Can oh. we get a replacement car? Can we yeah. whatever? Well, and then finally a policeman pulled up next to Aaron and Ariane and gave them. So it was the, the company that they rented the car from It had is insured and mm-hmm. they had a person to fix it if you just called them but they that was their fault though is that no but cover does insurance cover that does insurance cover stupidity (laughs) not in america but maybe in europe (laughs) yeah insurance doesn't cover anything in america no um andre and damon are the first ones to arrive at the ferry yeah this is like the first time they've ever been first at anything for anywhere i'm like so proud of them (laughs) (laughs) and they're kind of just like is anybody else here They are there, like, in the middle of the night, and they see the ferries don't open or Mm -hmm. start running until, like, 7 is the first one. Yeah. And so they kind of just have to sit there and hang out, but I was like, good Good job. You're finally (laughs) first once. Yes. And while they're waiting there, John Vito and Jill, Ken and Gerard, and the twins show up, and they all hop on that first ferry at 7 a.m. Yeah. And then this is when we see, like, Michael and Kathy just wake up and enjoying, like, a breakfast, sitting down, (laughs) eating their eggs, not (laughs) stressed out at all. (laughs) I wonder if at that time they were just kind of, like, eh. Yeah, they they would have had no idea that anybody else made the same mistake. Yeah. So they probably thought they were out. Yeah. And that's kind of how their attitude was. Well, all of them were like that. Like, all of them, as their cars were breaking down, they were like, this is it for us. There's no coming back from this. We're done. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny that so many of them did that. Yeah. And it's, it's not just, funny. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's just another thing to put in your notes of like when you're on the race, make sure you put the right gas in. I wonder if that ever happened again after people that are on the race obviously watch previous seasons. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder if that ever happened again. Well, we'll see because we're going to watch yep, all of them. We're going to see. Oh. But it's just another example of if you don't stop, you don't give up until until Phil tells you you're out because four other teams four teams did it so yeah. you're not out until phil tells you you're out um the the ferries leave every hour zach and flo get on the eight o'clock ferry and they like barely they're only they're only like a few minutes couple minutes till eight o'clock and they're flo running was like yelling at him yeah. the whole time as they're running they already got their ticket they're not going to miss it. They're going, they're running. Why don't you stop and it. ask for directions? And, and she's like, we're already He's we're like, here. don't yell at me right now. Yeah. This is and not the time. But she was like, yes, it is. Because blah, 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 blah. And uh, she'd be a really hard teammate. I'm not saying all these things just because she's a girl. Because girls aren't just like inherently annoying. No, if it was but a boy doing that, that would be. <laughs> yeah. If it was a boy doing it, it's just, 
I don't want people to think that we're just like being mean to a girl. We're not. She just is annoying. If you're watching <laughs> along with us, you would probably agree. And they make it and then Ian and Terry get there and they're like, it's leaving right now. So they're running and Zach and Flo are hoping that they're not going to make it. But you see them but get they do. on just in time, which is good. Yeah. I want to also see them do better than they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've always been in the back. And like not to give anything away. But you know how the thumbnails of each episode is up and then you can see like a few episodes ahead. Episode eight, I saw a picture of Terry and Ian. Mm. So they're still in it for a while. I guess I haven't been like looking. I didn't mean to. It was just there when I was pulling it up. give it away. Yeah. Hmm. You got to. Close gotta, your eyes. Yeah, just open the one eye to see where... <laughs> make Jeff turn the episode on for you. I know. I make my husband do everything. Like, he has to look at the bios and, like, mix them up for us so that we don't see what order they're in. And Because mm-hmm. that happened on season one. I went to go find all the team bios, and it had them in the order that they got eliminated. So mm-hmm. it just ruined everything. Yeah. So in order to keep it a surprise. Well, that first ferry arrives in Morocco... Let me tell you a little bit about Morocco. Okay. So this first place that they're in is called Tangier, Morocco. It's a city in northwestern Morocco on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. It says many civilizations and cultures have influenced the history of Tangier. It was founded before the 10th century BC. BC? Yeah. Wow. It's... That's very old. Very old. In 1923, it became an international zone, and it is known for, like, housing or being a place that many European and American spies were. A play- it was kind of like a neutral zone for, like, spies to live or be because they wouldn't get extradited or yeah. things like that. And like I said, it was like an international zone. It wasn't Morocco. Mm-hmm. And then it became part of Morocco during the Moroccan independence in 1956 it has an airport and a football stadium and it seems kind of like an old city but they have a lot of modern stuff that has happened like has been brought in in the last several years since they became independent and it's the third biggest city in morocco it has 947,000 people and tangier is known for the tangerines Mm. It the fruit originated in this city. Mm. So that's I think I had heard that, that actually. And according to the Oxford English Dictionary, people who lived in Tangier were also called tangerines. <laughs> that's awesome. I want to be a tangerine. Yeah. Legend says that Tangier is the final resting spot of Hercules. And there's a place called Hercules Cave. It's just outside the city. So do people think that Hercules was a real person? I mean, I don't know if people still think of, like, Roman gods or Greek gods. I don't know. Is Hercules a Roman or a Greek? Greek. Greek Haven't you gods. watched Hercules? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that, like, your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> it is. One of them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think people believe in the gods anymore, but it's, like, legend. That's where Hercules is. Okay. Okay. Well, I looked up, because when they get to Tangier... And they're, like, in their taxis. They were all saying, rapido, rapido. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing bugs me more when people do that in any country. They mm-hmm. can be in China, and they're like, rapido, rapido. I know. So I was like, what con- or what language do they even speak in Morocco? And so I looked it up, and 
Arabic is like the main language. Mm-hmm. A lot of them speak French. Moroccan Berber is like their mm-hmm. local language. But actually, people in Tangier, a lot of them do speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of like Spanish influence. Yeah, because it's very close to Spain, mm-hmm. just across the Strait of Gibraltar. This is where we went when I was in Spain. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just a day trip to Morocco. Like, yeah. We didn't stay overnight. It's that close. And yeah, you know, you're just. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll give them a pass for saying rapido yeah. because they probably <laughs> did understand. But <laughs> this last fact is Morocco was the first country to recognize the United States as an independent state. Like in the 1700s? Yeah. Oh. Like hmm. during the revolution. That's cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very random fact. <laughs> We, yeah, we arrive (laughs) in Morocco. And right as soon as they get off the ferry, there's like a clue box and it says to go to Viejas Flandria Travel Agency and sign up for a charter bus. And these buses leave an hour apart to go to the city of Fez. And there's only room for three teams on on each each bus. bus. And as we told you earlier, there's four teams on that first ferry. So the race is on. (laughs) (laughs) And that travel agency isn't very far or hard to find but john vito and jill are the last ones to get there so they're on the second bus yeah they just miss it which is only an hour wait and you know that you're the first few teams but they are still disappointed which is makes sense but yeah they travel to fez to the old city of fez so here's some information about fez i know we were only in tangier for one minute but it was an interesting place (laughs) so fez (laughs) is it's the second largest city in Morocco with 1.11 million, according to the 2014 census. Okay. It's derived from the Arabic word for pickaxe. Legend says that it, the ruler, Idris I, I don't know if it's an emperor, a king, I don't know. He helped build the city with his golden pickaxe alongside the workers. Mm. So it's called Fez. It was the capital of Morocco until 1912. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it has lots of tourist sites, and it's, like, really beautiful, lots of well-preserved history and ancient architecture, and a lot of architecture that comes from all different types of the world. You know, there's, like, Roman architecture, there's Arabic, there like, the Moors, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, like, a lot, like, a melting pot of a lot of stuff, and it's very well-preserved. It looks like a really cool place to visit. Morocco is a place that I've always wanted to see. I would like to go see more of it. Like I said, I only saw like the very tip of Morocco (laughs) for a very short amount of time, but it was very cool. The middle part, like the old city of Fez, is made up of of about 10,000 alleys. Hmm. And it's too narrow for cars, so there's no cars in the city. Hmm. It's all done like... pedestrian and mm -hmm. bikes, maybe? Yeah, it says most of the stuff is... (laughs) is transported by carts and donkeys but mm. now they nowadays there's some motorbikes and bikes but no cars historically the fez hat were exclusively <laughs> made here in the city of fez and they became like the symbol of morocco and the kingdom now they're produced around the world including like turkey and france but the best quality hats are still from fez and how do those even stay on your head i don't know i've always wondered that that's a good question. And I'm just thinking of Abu from Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Aladdin too, I guess. He has a fez, doesn't he? Yeah. I was thinking of there's a season way 
far down the line where they're in Morocco and they have to do that thing where they oh yeah spin like their spin. head and it like stays on. <laughs> you can't see us, but we're both yeah. like. <laughs> and there's that team of friends, those two girls that do that task for hours and hours, and it's it, oh I don't it's remember like that agony to watch. <laughs> okay, uh, there's a university. It's pronounced like Al. Karuin University. I don't know how to say it exactly. It dates back to the 9th century and it was built by a woman named Fatima Al Firi. It says founded in, oh wait, hold on. Founded in 859. The historic university is actually recognized by the Guinness World Record as the oldest degree granting university in the world. So why would it say 9th century and then it would say 859? Because that is the 9th century. Because 0 to 100 is the first century, so 100 oh. to 200 is the second century. So, like, now in 2000, yeah. whatever, we're in the 21st century. But I was thinking, like, I guess I was thinking 19th, not 9th. Because I know how those numbers work. <laughs> okay, yeah, 9th century, 859, the oldest university in the world. That's very old. That's very old. I can't even... Isn't... Because we just recently went to, like, Cambridge on this season, right? And that's... That university was, what, in the 1100s or 1200s? Something like that. So that's even older than that. Yeah. So much history in so many places. Yes. I actually just watched um, America's Next Top Model. I feel like I talk about that a lot <laughs> on here. Because <but laughs> they travel on that show, too. And so it kind of reminds me. But they went to Morocco in the season that I watched with um, Alexandria. and. Oh, that's a good season. Yeah. And it just looks really cool. That's a good season. I, that one's really memorable. Yeah. I can't... No, now I can't remember who won, though. Doesn't Alexandria win? No. She's, like, fourth. Oh. And then Hannah is third. Wow. I just watched it, like, a month ago. Now I have to look it up. Speaking of America's Next Top Model, it's, like, the 20th anniversary this month. And so, like, I follow, like, Nigel Barker and Jay Manuel... And they're all like posting past seasons and yeah, I can't was, believe it's been 20 years. It was so good when they were on it. I know that was the peak. Yes. Let's see. Season. Okay. I know this doesn't matter, but Molly was second place and Brittany mm. was first place. Okay. All right. Now that I've settled that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are we at now? So Zach and Flo and Terry and Ian get off the ferry and get on that second bus with John Vito and Jill. Mm -hmm. And then Aaron and Ariane show up at the ferry and they're not quite sure if they're last or if anybody else is going to be with them or, and then we see Michael and Kathy are on their way, Mm -hmm. but they don't make that one. So Aaron and Ariane are on that ferry by themselves. And the first bus arrives in Fez and they find the clue for the roadblock. And this says the person should have a keen sense of direction and a keen sense of smell. So they arrive at a place that is a tannery. I think that's what I wrote down too, actually. Keen sense of direction and a keen sense of smell. But then I heard them say it again and they said a not so keen sense of smell. I don't know. But apparently it stinks. Yeah. So So the second one makes more sense. They arrive at a tannery and it's like... In the old city, it's, they say it's like the oldest tannery in the world. And they still, they dye leather by hand. Mm-hmm. So it's like these huge pools of dye leather and sitting in like dye, like this watery stuff. 
and it looks disgusting. Like mm-hmm. it's literally like there's like skin animal hides just and like yeah. boiling in this disgusting water. <laughs> and they have to dig through. I, I mean, they're not all boiling because obviously they can't put their hand in there. But they have to. <laughs> the clues are in the vats of. Yes. There's 25 vats of dye, and the clue is only in three of the 25. So they have to like dig through, and it looks gross. And they all say it smells bad. And they give them, like, these long gloves, but a lot of people don't even use them. Yeah. Ken. Is it Ken or Gerard? The one... I said Ken, but I don't know. I I said Ken, too. I think it's Ken. Gerard is the gay brother, right? And then he took him off. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But, yeah, they're kind of like... Yeah, like, what good is this going to do? (laughs) He finds it really quickly. He finds it first. Yeah. And him and... Andre and Damon, I also don't know which one is which. Mm-hmm. They find, like, some kids to help them find this tannery. Yeah, they say they'll give them money. Yeah. And, because, yeah, when they get the roadblock clue, they still have to find the tannery through mm-hmm. the streets. And they ask these little kids to help them, and they're all very eager to help and yeah. having, like, a great time. They're so cute. They probably would have done it without the money, but mm-hmm. that was nice of them to... Mm-hmm. I think he said, he's like, I, I'm happy to help these kids, and mm-hmm. I would. I just want to give all the kids all the money. Mm-hmm. So, Andre or Damon, I don't know who, sure. also finds it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron, Derek or Drew, I still don't know which one's which there's, either. There's no way that we're going to be able to know no. those two. Unless they say their name. <laughs> they look exactly the same. And they usually dress the same, too. Yeah. And their haircut's the same. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> So one of them, they, 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 they don't have a hard time finding the clue, Mm-mm. which is good because it looks awful. Yeah. Get in and get out as fast as you can. And the route info, when they get the clue, says, choose a marked car and drive yourself to Borge Nord Fortress. Borge Nord Fortress. <laughs> to check in at the pit stop. The last team to check in will be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on will. Mm-hmm. And Ken and Gerard, they, so like I said, you have to drive yourself, but they pay a taxi driver to drive in front of them to, and they follow them, which is smart. Mm-hmm. And Andre and Damon are right behind them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ken and Gerard check in as team number one, and they both win a Kodak camera. Woohoo! A <laughs> digital camera. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> when I was preparing for this episode, I went back and looked at my pictures from when I was in Morocco, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get like the you know like you look at the info and it says like where it was and the date and all that kind of stuff, but I took those pictures on a camera. Like a digital camera and imported them into my computer back in the day. It says oh, it was yeah. from like a Nikon something or something. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I feel like it wasn't that long ago, but when I think I took pictures on a digital camera, I'm like, holy cow, that was like ancient. <laughs> I know. It seems like a long time ago if you think you like about using a digital camera. Well, yeah. Know. Well, our grandma used um, the disposable flash cameras until mm-hmm. they basically said we don't do this anymore well yeah they <laughs> like told five her, years like, ago <laughs> yeah they told her like we can't develop this film anymore <laughs> <laughs> and we've gotten her like she's gotten several digital cameras as presents over the years and oh, she yeah. just never several yeah it says canon power shot sx 710 is the camera that we <laughs> use <laughs> oh man my mother-in-law Adele, she still has a digital camera too. She asks Jeff over often, "Can you take the pictures off of my camera and put it on my computer?" And, and Jeff's like, "Why don't you just take pictures on your phone?" Oh, because these ones look better. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> but okay. 
<laughs> These ones look better than like the iPhone. Anyway, the the second fairy arrived with no third fairy with Aaron and Arianne, and they get on that charter bus before Michael and Kathy arrive. Yes, which means it's not good news for Michael they're, and Kathy. Yeah, they're on the bus, and it was kind of like we're waiting to see our because we didn't know if yeah. Michael and Kathy made it onto that ferry, and then Aaron and Ariana are the only ones that got off. Yeah, like oh okay, and wah, we wah. know that the task doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. There's no hope for Michael and Kathy, and so yeah, John Vito does that roadblock, and Ian and Zach, and they don't have a hard time doing it. I just can't imagine what Flo would have done if she did oh, that. Oh, my gosh. I had my own notes here. Zach does the roadblock. Thank goodness. Because, <laughs> like, she would have... She would have been whining the whole time. Yeah. And, yeah. It... it yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> team number four to check in are John Vito well, we and missed, Jill. Did we say team number two and three? Oh, I thought I did. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't. After they got their camera, I didn't tell you. Yeah, we talked about the camera for a long time. Yeah. Team number two, Andre and Damon, which makes me so proud yeah. of them. I'm so <laughs> glad they're, like, moving up. They're moving the up, and they said, we're only one away from first place mm-hmm. now, so. And then Derek and Drew, team number three, which they seem to always be just right up the front somewhere. Yeah. Except for the first episode, but yeah. <laughs> right up at the front. So then, like I said, team number four to check in was John Vito and Jill, and then Flo and Zach at the same time. They, like, tied for fourth place. And then Terry and Ian. And then we go back to Aaron and Ariane. Aaron does the roadblock. He finds the clue. And they are going to the pit stop and they think they're last. They think that... Nobody else. Yeah. They're like, there's no way we're nobody doing, else. Yeah. yeah. We're last. And they're not. And they're very pleasantly surprised. And with her sunglasses on, Ariane reminds me of Tawny from Even Stevens. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. This friend. Like, every time she comes on the screen, I'm like, oh, my gosh. She does. <laughs> Holy cow. Now you're not going to be able to not I see know. it. <laughs> she does. Even Stevens is a blast from the past, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that, was that like, on at this time, though? Um, Probably. Let's see. Probably, yeah. It was, like, early 2000s. Maybe she is. <laughs> <laughs> when we do their after the race info, it's like, she was on Even Stevens. Even Stevens was, yeah, June 2000 to June 2003. So, yeah, right exactly at this time. Interesting. Wow, it seems like it was on longer than that. Tawny's name was Margot Harshman. Not Ariane. Her name in real life. <laughs> and she doesn't, like, when I'm looking at a picture of her, she doesn't, well, kind of. But I can see it. I, I don't know. Exactly it's just, like, the vibe saying. and the, yeah. like, the side profile, I think, mostly is mm-hmm. what gets me. So. No, I know exactly what you're saying or who you're talking about. <laughs> But that's weird. I feel like that show was on for a long time. Yeah, it was only on for three years. Mm-hmm. And then they had the movie. And then Shia LaBeouf became very famous. And everybody else didn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Except for his, the sister has a podcast. Yeah. And she was on Broadway. And What's her name? Christy Carlson Romano. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does a lot on Instagram and social media. And I'm pretty sure her and the other brother, Donnie, and Bean's they do an Even Stevens recap podcast right now. Really? And I think mm-hmm. she has like Yeah, her she own has her own. Too. Yeah. I forgot there was another brother. Yeah, the older brother. I can't even picture <laughs> him. I have to look. We're going to have to watch that again. <laughs> I rewatched all of Lizzie McGuire last year just because I wanted to. So, and uh, That's So Raven. 
I really wish Lizzie McGuire got that reboot. Oh my gosh, I know. I was super sad when that didn't pan out. I totally forgot that there was an older brother. I thought there was just two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go refresh my memory. <laughs> but we come back to the show. <laughs> and it fades into the nighttime. Very dark. And we don't even see Michael and Kathy do the, the, do the roadblock. Walk. They probably told them they don't need to do it. There's yeah. no... Everybody's already checked in. And they were eliminated. And Kathy says, we were ready. And I don't know if that means, like, we were ready to go. Like, we didn't want to do it anymore. Or... We were ready, like we're prepared. We knew we were last. To hear we're it. ready to hear the news. Mm-hmm. But they had great things to say about each other. They said, we're leaving the race with a stronger relationship. And Phil was like, so are you going to keep doing the long distance thing? And they're like, absolutely not. Like, no way. We're She's coming to California or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's moving to San Diego. The west side's the best yeah. side or something. I'm glad, though. I, I like them. I think they mm-hmm. worked well together. They worked really well together for being a long distance couple. Yeah. They got along, and Michael was so cute and nice. And Yeah. I went away for the weekend. I was only gone for, like, three days, and I can't imagine being gone longer, like, than a yeah. week or so from your significant other. Yeah. Long distance would be hard. Yeah. Well, what do you think happened to them after the race? Mm, I hope they stayed together, but I don't think they did. I mean, most people don't, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's very pessimistic of you. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the life. Uh, uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? That's kind of the mindset that I'm in right now. <laughs> very pessimistic about relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, okay. It'll make you very happy to know that they got married um, in September of 2005. And they had two daughters. And they're still married and living in San Diego. Oh, my gosh. They're giving me hope. <laughs> I know. So they've been married for 20 years. Oh. Their daughters are super cute. Let's rewind, though, and talk about, like, their race statistics. So okay. their average was 5.8, and they finished 8th overall. So not quite as good as their average. First two legs, they got 4th, and then 6th, 7th, 8th. And they were the first interracial team to compete, and Kathy was the first Asian-American to compete, and Kathy did zero roadblocks. <laughs> Michael did all of them and complained about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> But he did them. And, yeah, they both have a Facebook. They don't post a lot. I think Michael even joked on his Facebook that he only gets on on his birthday and does, like, a once-a-year post. Mm -hmm. And back in, like, 2016, he wrote a book called The Phantom Paradigm. It's, like, a sci-fi fiction novel. Hmm. You can buy it on Amazon. Interesting. Um, but Kathy doesn't hardly ever post on, uh, Facebook and Michael does have an Instagram with zero posts following zero people and have, has 38 people following him. (laughs) So (laughs) neither of them are really on social media. So if we reached out to them, they would, they probably wouldn't even see it. (laughs) But yeah, it seems like they're still together and I'm very happy. Very happy that they're still together. Yeah. They're so nice to each other. Yeah. That was a good, good ending. I mean, not that they got eliminated, but yeah. that they got married. Yeah, nice. So next episode is six, which means we're at the halfway point. And I think the next episode's going to be a non-elimination. And they're probably staying in Morocco, I feel like. I feel it, like they're going to go. They weren't there for very long. I know, but we haven't been staying places for very long. That's true. And Fez has an international airport. Mm. I think we're going to go to, like, Dubai next. Okay. 
Was Dubai even a thing back in 2002, though? I mean, I know it was a city, but I don't think it became like a city that people visited until like the last 10 years. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Are we going to watch it right now? I want to. Okay, let's do it. We're going to watch it and then record, even though, I mean, you're listening to these all in a row, so you don't know when. (laughs) When We usually have like a whole week in between. Yeah. And we watch it on our own time, but Olivia is with her dad tonight and... Jeff's home with uh, with Jessica's girls, so we're just going to... Yeah. It's a holiday weekend. We don't need to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll be back soon. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.